This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's up, everybody? This is Trey Biddy with Hogsports.com, H-A-W-G Sports.com. we got a lot to talk about today. Obviously, National Signing Day coming up on Wednesday. Arkansas continuing bowl prep for the Outback Bowl against Penn State. A lot of stuff going on with transfer portal news and super senior possibilities and guys declaring for the NFL draft or deciding to come back. We're going to talk about all that. Danny West is also going to join us. Your question is more. Your questions and more. All that and more on Hogsports Live. Before we get started, of course, I want to remind you there's plenty of ways to watch and listen. You can always tune in on Facebook Live, also on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere else you can think of to find your favorite podcast. But what I really want to talk about today, 50% off is a great deal. Okay, 50% at Hogsports, so you can join in on all of our National Signing Day coverage, all the stuff that's coming up with bowl prep, and uh, all the stuff that I just mentioned at Hogsports. No promo code or anything, 50% off. But I really want to speak to also the people who are paying a monthly membership right now. So, Here's the great deal about the 50% off deal because it applies to those of you who are paying monthly right now. So you can pay a yearly subscription for half off. So it's like $448 a month. It's $448 a month if you want to do the yearly right now. So the other benefit of this is so we offer Paramount Plus. All right. Paramount Plus is uh, it's $100 a year. There's no commercials. You get all, you know, live CBS, all that stuff. I know a lot of people are having problems with CBS right now if you're on, you know, some other providers. But you get, like, live streaming to CBS. You also get, like, all Paramount movies. Uh, I think BET, Smithsonian. Like, there's a, a ton of other channels in there in addition to CBS and Paramount Network and all that stuff. So it's a great deal, and you get it for free as long as you're subscribed. And the, the cool part is if you're already on – a regular monthly membership at Hog Sports, and you're already getting Paramount Plus, then you're still going to get it with a 50% off deal. Normally, you can't get Paramount Plus if you're on another promo. Okay, so once the promo runs off, then you get Paramount Plus. But with this deal, you go from paying what 9.95 a month or something to 4.48 a month, and also getting Paramount Plus as long as you're already getting it. So. You know, you'd be grandfathered in. So make sure you're signed up for Paramount Plus and then flip to your your upgrade for 50% off. That's all I really wanted to mention. It's a great deal for our monthly subscribers. Uh, it ends on December 15th at 11 o'clock, 10.59 p.m. technically, Central Standard Time. So be sure to sign up. All right. As I mentioned, we're going to get to Danny West here. I actually want to just go ahead and jump in with Danny because we want to get to some recruiting stuff. Obviously, there's a lot of news right now, and, and not just recruiting transfer portal stuff kind of kind of all fits in the same mold and there's just there's just a lot going on it's it's signing day week and Arkansas has had visitors up here the coaches you know had the contact period and all that stuff so they were all out, out on the road Danny how you doing up, man dude? good I like that shirt I like it so much I got one on myself right yeah, now yeah it's a good shirt yeah. it's a good looking shirt it's a solid shirt that is a trade bitty design by the way I'm taking this thing off <laughs> right now so Danny um, yep. I want to I want to talk about Landon Jackson first. 
Okay. okay. So for those of you who aren't familiar with Landon Jackson, uh, he was committed to – or excuse me, he, he had signed with LSU. He actually played in five games as a freshman last year. Four-star recruit, ranked the number 125 player in the country, number eight edge guy, number 19 overall in Texas, currently 6'7", 273 pounds uh, at LSU. But he entered the transfer portal from Texarkana, Texas, Pleasant Grove High School. He's got actually some connections up here to Arkansas. Took his official visit this weekend, and tell us what happened, Danny. Sealed the deal. You know, we had an inclination last Wednesday, shortly after he went into the portal, that this thing might happen really, really quickly for Arkansas. So went ahead and snuck in that crystal ball pick, felt pretty good about it. And that was before he had even officially set his visit for the weekend. So you can you can add that up pretty quickly. I do remember he had, you know, a lot of relatives around northwest Arkansas, so it made a lot of sense. And then, you know, as he talked about yesterday in the story, he's got cousins that go to mm-hmm. school here he's got family right up the road here in northwest arkansas so it made a lot of sense especially you know when you look at their needs for next year here's why you need landon jackson can i run through a few numbers for you Trey? let's hear them. all right this is where they finished in the sec in sacks here lately ready for it there's 14 sec teams as we know 12th 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 9th and 14th that's in the last five years. Now, mm-hmm. here's tackles for loss in the last seven years. 10th, 10th, 14th, 11th, 14th, 14th, 11th. That's a problem. I don't think it's a coincidence. I think you look at the numbers, they brought in two composite four-star defensive defensive linemen over the last six years, just two of them. One of them, Colin Clay, he was here for a year. Matteo mm-hmm. Soli was the other. He's got half of a sack in three seasons. So, you got to get guys like this. If you're not producing them in the state, you got to get creative. You yep. know, you've either got to be really good at uh, out evaluating everyone else and hoping to find a diamond in the rough, or you got to be better than everybody else in developing, or got to get that transfer portal. And, and that's the route they've taken the last two years now. You know, a lot of what when all this transfer portal stuff started, we were kind of asking ourselves: Is this a good thing for Arkansas? Is Arkansas going to benefit from the portal? Or are they going to, you know, is it going to be a negative thing? And obviously, we saw one negative with uh, with Mike Woods leaving, but uh, uh, Landon Jackson's obviously a huge positive. Also, have Jaden Hazelwood committed, and Jackson's actually going to get his um, transfer portal ranking. He'll still be a four star. I'm not sure exactly where they'll rank him, but he'll get his transfer portal ranking. And sometime today, I'm told, and today's Monday for those cool. of you listening. And uh, and Jaden Hazelwood, who's already committed to Arkansas, who I guess is the top wide receiver that's in the transfer portal. Right now, Arkansas is 10th. Once they get uh, once they get Jackson rated, they should move up in that pretty significantly. They're 14th overall, so 24-7 sports. Danny, I, I know you probably saw this, but 24-7 sports now has a recruit ranking for teams, which Arkansas is 16th currently. And what are they, 11th? and twenty? So 24-7 sports, so. they're 11th. And the 24-7 sports composite, which combines all rankings, ESPN rivals, 24-7, they're 16th. Okay, so 17th 11th. now, so it's oh. moved to spot since, okay. since the last Okay, yeah, so there, there's a lot of action it. happening right now with players decommit. I mean, Arkansas was like 18th, and they moved up to 16th and didn't get any commitments and stuff. So there's the recruit ranking and the composite. There's also – there's also um, the transfer portal ranking, which Arkansas is 10th, and they'll move up in that. And then there's the hybrid 
So combining those, a lot of people have asked for that. So this will combine the transfers and the high school guys. I would imagine a little more weight put on uh, the guys coming in the recruiting class because you know transfers don't necessarily always have four years of eligibility. Although um, Landon will should have three. He he burned his red shirt last year, so or, or this past season, so he should have three. He uh, he, according to Billy Embody, which I would I would tend to go with Billy. He covers mm-hmm. them. He played in five games this year. Landon did. He yeah. did not record any stats, so um, we can't really call that a red shirt, right? Right. Now that's that's playing. If you're if you're in more yep. than four games, for those of you who don't know the rules, then then you have played. For those of you who don't follow Danny, you can follow him at Danny West twenty four seven on Twitter. He is our Hog Sports recruiting analyst. Been at this for many many years and uh, and does does the best job in the industry. I don't just mean Arkansas, also really around the country. We're lucky to have Danny West. So if you want to read his content, most of it's VIP. And again, there is a fifty percent off deal right now at Hog Sports. Breaks down to like a dollar three a week. A dollar three a week. That's a pretty good deal, Danny. Pretty good. That's a cup of coffee. Yeah, not if it's at Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not where my wife yeah. goes. Was it that's, seven brews? Yeah, something? I was about to say that's about a seventh of a cup of coffee. Yeah, it's about seven bucks a brew, too. So I want to ask you about another guy that's recently entered the transfer portal, Danny. And, uh, and Arkansas has a commitment from the top prospect in the state of Arkansas for the class of 2020 two in Isaiah Satania, but the class of 2021, the top prospect was Drayden Norwood out of Fort Smith Northside, and he has entered the transfer portal. He committed to Texas A&M and signed there, enrolled there, obviously, uh, but he is uh, he has entered the transfer portal. Do you think there's any possibility that Arkansas could develop some interest there? Obviously, cornerback looks like a spot that they could possibly need, especially depending on what Monteric Brown decides to do. Yeah, I think that's what it comes down to, right? I mean, they, they definitely need an uptick in talent. Uh, I don't think that's any secret. I did reach out to Drayden uh, via text earlier this morning. I said, "Hey, hope you know, hope everything's going good for you. Let me know if Arkansas uh, makes contact." And he told me he would let me know. And so far, uh, no contact. But that doesn't mean there won't be. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially with Buster. You know, if you lose Buster, man, I think you're. And I would tend to to guess, Trey, I don't know what you've heard. You've had a lot of good updates on stuff like that. But I would tend to believe he's going to get out of here, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to be tough to duplicate. He's a fifth-year guy. You yeah, know. He's a fifth-year guy, and he's he, he's coming off five picks. Yeah. I mean, that's really, really impressive. Five for second Remember, in the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a pretty good time to get out. So I would suspect he's going to move on. And then you've, you've got some question marks there. You know, mm-hmm. I, I still go back to the two they signed last year, and, and Chase and, and Kiwan. I feel pretty good about those guys, but they're, they're unproven. We haven't mm-hmm. seen a lot of them. So I think there is a need. And, of course, Day-Day coming back and Hudson, but – um, man, you got to get some answers there. Uh, you know, that's a that's a position group that's really kind of fell off outside mm-hmm. of uh, Buster this year, in my opinion. So I agree. You would you would like to add some depth, whether it's whether it's Norwood or maybe you get lucky on uh, LaTerrence Welch or yeah. Gentry Williams. One of these guys we're still talking about, but you've got to get somebody. So I was about to mention LaTerrence Welch. For those of you who aren't familiar, LaTerrence Welch is committed to LSU right now. He's holding his final. His final decision, which usually that sounds pretty good. If you're making a final decision, you're already committed to somewhere else. But uh, he visited Arkansas, I guess, not this past weekend, but the weekend before. Uh, he is really highly regarded prospect, number 112 ranked 
prospect in the country. Overall, number 16 cornerback, number nine in Louisiana, a four-star prospect who's committed to the previous staff at LSU, but he took an official visit to LSU this weekend, and so he's going to be deciding between Arkansas. So there's another guy that's a, maybe a possibility for Arkansas, in the uh, not in the transfer portal, but uh, in, in regular recruiting, I guess you'd say. Yeah, I think it goes down to the wire, Trey. I felt that way last week. I know confidence was really high here last week with Welch, but and for good reason. I think they had they've got plenty of reasons to feel positive about it. But all bets are off. Yep. You know, this is a Louisiana kid. I talked about this on the podcast Friday. It's a Louisiana kid, LSU commit, coming off of an LSU official visit with mm-hmm. what three days before signing day yep. when he wrapped up that visit. You can throw everything else out. The, the new head coach with a fake accent and the awkward dancing, position coach leaves for Florida, throw all mm-hmm. of it out. Still a Louisiana kid committed to DBU. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that happens, though. I mean, like, it's, 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 it, it hasn't happened in this specific interest when you're talking about LSU and Arkansas, kid that LSU wants from Louisiana. Um, it has happened uh, with – I mean, you got to – there's some rare examples, but it has happened uh, with uh, Ahmad Carroll back in a million years ago, it seems like now, when Georgia wanted him, thought they had him, and Arkansas was able to get him. Uh, Denver Kirkland would be another example of a guy that was, you know, really coveted in the state of Florida by all the schools there. Alex Collins is another one. So it's happened here and there. And as far as a coaching change, um, who was the safety a few years ago? that was like diehard Arkansas and it, it would have taken, you know, it would have been really hard to flip him, but Arkansas had a coaching change and he ended up going to Oklahoma state. Sean Michael Flanagan. Sean Michael Flanagan. The, uh, yeah. Big 12 game. Yeah. Arkansas needs a Sean Michael Flanagan situation to happen here in the other way uh, to get LaTerrence Welch. So That's definitely right. something to watch. We got a little bit of drama here on national signing day. Arkansas's class is pretty much full uh, except for those two guys and Samuel Bake. That's a Bake. silent that's a silent it. M. So it's M B A K E. Samuel Bake. So for those of you not following along, Samuel Bake is the number two hundred and ninety-seventh ranked overall prospect in the country, number forty-five wide receiver, number twenty-eight in Georgia. He is um, he's a four-star prospect. And right now the trend seems to be that uh, that he ends up at Arkansas. Big bodied kid, six three, two hundred and five pounds. That would be another nice addition because obviously we know, and we haven't really even brought this up on the show yet because it happened after the last show, but uh, Traylon Burks has has decided to declare for the NFL draft. So Isaiah Satania is on board. Quincy McAdoo is on board. Um, Samuel and Bach, Samuel – oh, I messed it up. Daggummit. Samuel mm. Bakke. I'm never going to be perfect at it. Uh, and then, of course um, – uh, wide receiver who's committed uh, Jaden Hazelwood has committed also to Arkansas so um, this guy could be another guy that could help you know maybe shore some things up there I agree with that we just came out with a uh, maybe 30 minutes ago a decision primer uh, in which Bakke gave me his announcement time the four finalists is coming down to so be sure to check that out on the site but I want to re- rewind real quick Back to Welch. I say all that to say this. I'm still giving Arkansas a shot here. Mm-hmm. I don't want to just wipe away everybody's hopes because circumstances are a little different mm-hmm. this year. With the, I mean, I say throw all that out. It still means something. And I'm not sure they even contacted this kid until a week into Brian Kelly's tenure down there. So that's got to mean something. Arkansas, obviously, with the playing time opportunity. I think there's, there's some things working in Arkansas's favor, too. And you talk to certain people on this end of it. 
even some of the recruits still feel pretty good about this. So we'll see on Wednesday. But as you mentioned there, we don't get too many of these signing day drama type deals. So mm-hmm. even I have found myself kind of enjoying the, the roller coaster a little bit. You know, Danny, until until Landon Jackson gets rated officially, the highest ranking defensive lineman in the transfer portal is Jared Verse. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Out of mm-hmm. Albany, and Arkansas just recently offered him. What can you tell us about that situation? Yeah, he kind of came out of nowhere, didn't he? Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy's blowing up. I've been watching his Twitter pretty closely and uh, and hoping to potentially find out that he's setting up a visit at Arkansas. I know they're trying like heck to make that happen. Of course, we're getting into a dead period, which started today, a month-long dead period. So I guess it would have to be after the, uh, the first of the year if that's mm-hmm. – able to happen for him but I, I think he picked up Miami again this morning so it's been two to three a day for him I'm not going to tell everybody to get your hopes up but you know they've kind of been on a little bit of a run in terms of D-line transfers when you think back to the last year they got some good ones mm-hmm. out of that class you started off with the the offseason this year with a big one of course yesterday and Landon so I'm not going to rule it out by any means, but, you know, he's. I think he's around 6'4", 245. His film is just a lot of fun to watch. I mean, this kid can go get it. I know a lot of people might see Albany and, and kind of second guess. Well, John Ridgway was pretty good coming out of Illinois State, too. So, and, yeah. uh, got a shot to go on to the NFL pretty quickly here. So, uh, yeah, that's what I know about him right now. Uh, hoping to find out that Arkansas can – set up a visit but like i said tons of competition which is really no surprise i started doing some research last night on a few interior defensive linemen and just not seeing a lot yet you know that that mm-hmm. when you hear coach pitt talk about attractive transfers he wants a, a pretty sizable body of work yeah and i'm just not seeing that a lot and he wants plenty of size too yeah well and, uh, I'll, I'll get that's in. a combination i haven't really found a, a yeah. lot of yet I'll get into transfers a little more in depth here. and It's important to remember John Ridgway, Markel Lutze, and Trey Williams all were in the transfer portal, I guess, after the spring. You know, those were, right. all, those were all late additions, too. So, a lot of action here happening, you know, coming up with the transfer portal. It's not just going to end. All right, Danny. Appreciate you, brother. You bet, man. All right, everybody. That's Danny West again. You can follow him at DannyWest247 on Twitter. He's the Hogsports.com recruiting analyst and has been at this for well over a, de- well over a decade. Uh, just does a fantastic job. Again, you would need a VIP membership if you want to read most of his content. But the good news is it's 50% off right now. That breaks down to 103 a week. Or you can sign up for just $1 for your first month and enjoy all our recruiting coverage while you check out all the other stuff that we offer at Hogsports.com. 
you'd be glad you did. Okay. Danny also has one of his recent VIP articles just breaking down the latest updates going on with recruiting and the signing times for all the guys. And again, there's what, 20-something guys, 20 guys, 21 guys committed right now. Uh, But Danny has the ones that have figured out, and we'll continue updating that. But most of them, uh, we know when they are signing. So that's always like a lot of people take off on – do you guys like the early signing period? I want to know. Let me know in the comments if you like the early signing period versus the way it was in February. It's kind of – you know, for a while it felt like two signing days, but now – it really just feels like this is the signing day, and it's just moved up. I feel like it's a little bit kind of jam-packed. I talked before about, like, there's all these coaching changes and stuff, and these coaches have no time to put a class together. Like, it's just the guys that are left over after signing day, which isn't going to be many. <laughs> I mean, most of them sign early. So, And for me to say that, like, our traffic around signing day takes a huge spike, and there's no better time to have traffic than the month of December when people are shopping. So for me to say that, that I would prefer it be February, that's saying something, I think. Because obviously I benefit greatly with traffic to the site right now. Just my thoughts on it. Okay. Arkansas basketball losing to Oklahoma. That was disappointing. If you didn't check out – by the way, I forgot to mention this, but Danny also, it's podcast only, so – if you go to Apple Podcasts or wherever else, uh, he did on Friday a recruiting, um, just a recruiting podcast. It's like half an hour just talking about the latest things going on in recruiting. There's no video or YouTube, Facebook Live. It's just podcast only. And he's going to be doing that more often also. So be sure to go to uh, Apple Podcasts if you want to check out all of Danny's in-depth thoughts on on recruiting, the latest stuff going on there. Um, but Curtis Wilkerson also, he had a stand-up after the game. He was in Tulsa. Uh, for Arkansas and Oklahoma, 88-66 loss. Really disappointing showing for Arkansas. Uh, and then Curtis will have, after the midweek game, he'll have another uh, – he'll have Hog Hoops Live, so be sure to turn into that. And you can watch that on YouTube, Facebook, or on podcasts any way you want. But, uh, man, just never looked in sync. Right from the get-go, what did they go down, 13-0. And just, you know, they pulled ahead – you know, not pulled ahead, but they closed it to four a couple times, closed it to three once. But just – it just felt like everybody's kind of trying to get theirs. It doesn't feel the chemistry still isn't there. And, you know, this is a team that's important to mention because they're plummeting in polls and everybody's opinion and all that stuff. But it's important to mention that Arkansas got their teeth kicked in against LSU last year and against Alabama and figured it out. Maybe that was something that woke them up, figured it out from there, and got it together. I don't know if those answers are still here with this team. They're not as good as we hoped that they were going to be. Regardless of what happens, I think it would be surprising to find out if they just really get it turned around. But it feels like everybody's still trying to figure out their role. Am I the guy? Am I the go-to guy? Are you the go-to guy? You know, it's just like it just really felt out of source. Now, it almost felt like when it was chaotic, that's when Arkansas was at its best. And that's really more of a Mike Anderson feeling. You know, when chaos ensues, then Arkansas, um, you know, is better in in a chaos situation. So be sure to check out Curtis's stand-up after the game for more in-depth information. And, of course, he's going to have a midweek show as well. But um, overall disappointing showing for Arkansas in their first really tough game. Eric Musselman got ejected. He was livid. Eric Musselman hates losing. I mean, this guy hates it. And – I, I hate it, too. <laughs> I know you hate it. If you're a diehard Razorback fan, you hate it as much as he did. You're probably like, hell yeah, must. 
Um, so, anyway, Curtis says break. You know, he breaks down everything after the game. He's got his you know quick hits, his opinions on everything, uh, his player grades. He does the stand up talking thing, the quick hit stuff, and the player grades, team project grade, all that kind of stuff is his VIP work. And Curtis. Curtis knows what he's talking about. He's, uh, I mean, he what he didn't play on this level. He's a former NAIA, NAIA player and coach. Uh, worked in administration, just about everything. But um, does a does a great job analyzing everything for Razorback hoops for us, and also covers recruiting. Most of that stuff's VIP, and you know how to get it. HAWGSports.com. So flipping over to a little bit more current hog stuff. Uh, I think we've talked about all SEC stuff, which I think it's crazy. Monteric Brown was a coach's All-SEC first-team selection and didn't make the first or second team on the AP. Ties for the country. That just shows me – ties for the ties for second in the country in interceptions with five. That just shows me people kind of had a preconceived idea who they're voting for. Traylon Burks, first team. Monteric Brown, first team. Bumper Pool, second team. And similar on the, uh, on the other one, except for Stromberg got second team. Similar on the AP. And Monteric was left off, of course. I thought this was pretty cool. Most valuable, most valuable college football programs in the country. Arkansas, probably surprising people. Arkansas is 17th. They're actually tied with South Carolina as 16th. They're both at 95,000, or 95,000. Yeah, wasn't that good? Yeah, COVID. Um, no, they're at $95 million, Arkansas's value football program, tied with South Carolina at 16th. And I mean, not, they're not that far behind. Oregon's 15th at 96 million. So, there's a little write-up on there. You can kind of you can Google that. Ranking college football's most valuable programs. A story by Brad Crawford. Speaking of value, what's Sam Pittman's value? Tom Murphy, of the Democrat Gazette, reported that Jimmy Sexton's asking for fifty million dollars over seven years. That's over seven million dollars a year. Lane Kiffin just got over seven million dollars a year. Lane Kiffin was at four point eight though last year. Just to give you an idea where Sam Pittman ranks, he's 12th in the SEC. Believed to be 12th because Clark Lee at Vanderbilt's unreported their private school. But he's at $2.9 million, 12th. The only guy he's ahead of with a known salary is Shane Beamer at 2.7. He's 54th. Sam Pittman is 54th. Now, Arkansas has got a top 25 team, and he's 54th in pay. 21st is Lane Kiffin at 4.8. Now, Lane Kiffin just moved up, obviously. These are last year's salaries. You know, obviously there's some new guys that, that change things around a little bit. But for the most part, pretty similar except for Lane Kiffin moving up a good bit. And it's it's year two, right? So, in year two, you're either keeping your coach or you're getting rid of him. And if you're keeping him, it's raising extension time. So, this is really Sam Pittman's opportunity to get paid. You know, he came, he didn't care what the call, the salary was, he just wanted to come and prove himself. And now he has. And now he deserves to get paid. And that's and people can say it's too much money and all this stuff. You know what? It's the entertainment business. You know, actors get paid $20 million for a movie, the good ones. We don't sit around and say that's just too much money, that's ridiculous. It's the entertainment business. That's what these guys are in. These guys are celebrities. They're entertainment business, and people, and it's it's demand. And you know, at, there was a there was a professor at Ole Miss who was complaining that she made one one hundredth of the salary of Lane Kiffin. Like, I mean, that's that's just the difference in the jobs. I mean, 
there's millions of people tuning in every week to watch his football team play. There's what? How many do they fit? Sixty-five thousand in there in the stadium to go watch him play. I mean, it's supply and demand, and he's a celebrity, and you're not. You're also making seventy-five thousand dollars a year and bitching about it on Twitter. So. Pair of hogs named to all SEC, to SEC all freshman team. It's always interesting when professors do that. You know, they get on there and just start complaining about their salary and how it compares to an NFL guy. There was a professor that was complaining about LSU's locker rooms a few years ago. He's on there bitching about LSU's locker rooms and how much money is is you know spent on that. Like he didn't do anything <laughs> to bring in the money to pay for those locker rooms. And he's complaining that, you know, they don't get, you know, certain stuff. You know, it's just – it's it's ridiculous. I'm all for education, obviously. Everybody who knows that I watch this, I'm for education. I'm for teachers. I think teachers are underpaid as a whole for what they do. But comparing yourself to that, it's like me sitting here going, you know, here I am on YouTube right now, and Tom Cruise made $20 million for his last Mission Impossible movie. <laughs> Like me on here complaining about not being paid as much as Tom Cruise. Get out of here. Speaking of all SEC teams from earlier, Rocket Sanders and Cam Little made all SEC. Cam Little, I think he's a freshman All-American, 19 of 23. 43 of 43 on extra points. Great season for Cam Little. Rocket Sanders, 499 yards on 101 carries. Kind of dipped down as the season went went on. He was injured a little bit. 11 catch, 11 uh, receptions for 109 yards and a touchdown. Really nice touchdown catch. I think it was against Alabama. So, now just talking about, you know, we talked about the guys that are coming in and some of the decisions, we uh, you know, that are needing to be made to talk about a little bit. And I've gone into more detail on our VIP uh, message board, Hog Sports, just about some of my thoughts on, based on what I'm hearing. Obviously, Traylon Burks is moving on. He's opted out of the bowl game. He's opted out of his senior year. Probably going to be a first-round pick. I would be stunned if he doesn't go blow up at the combine. Late first round kind of right now. Dalton Wagner. And Ricky Stromberg have both said they're coming back. Dalton Wagner, who has signed an NIL deal with WWE to make that transition. I've I've been saying this for years, by the way. Again, if you've watched this, you know I've been calling Dalton Wagner son of Undertaker for years. Back when uh, Chad Moore said they were going to have a mock fight at one of their at their mock game, I was just like, can I make a suggestion? Uh, go with Gabe uh, Gabe Richardson. You know, Gabe has all the gold and, you know, the blonde hair and stuff. He, you know, kind of a wrestler vibe, always wearing sunglasses and stuff. Go with him and Dalton Wagner, son of Undertaker. That was my suggestions. I've been saying that for Dalton Wagner forever. But those two guys, Ricky Stromberg, Wagner's not, like, really projected to go, you know, and we've known for Rag- Wagner before the last game. Um he didn't even stand on senior day. But Ricky Stromberg is a third-year junior. I think it makes a lot of sense for him to come back, finish his degree, and uh, and improve his draft stock. He was second-team All-SEC selection. So those are the guys that have, have made choices right now. John Ridgway, a lot of what I hear right now is John Ridgway is probably his last game. Okay? And, you know, we've heard third, fourth-round kind of talk. Uh, his opportunity to go play in the Reese's Senior Bowl, I think, is really big to, you know, it's not just playing in the game, but it's performing all week in front of the NFL scouts. That's a big deal. 
So that might tip the scales a little bit for him. We talked about Monteric Brown a little bit. Uh, other guys to watch, Jalen Catalan, who has an NFL future but was injured all year, may want to come back and have it put together a really nice year and, you know, have a head of steam going into the NFL draft versus being a guy that was injured and didn't play. Joe Fouché, uh, not really showing up on draft boards either. Bumper pool, you know, has been talked about a little bit. Uh, was top 10 in the country in tackles with 120 stops, but he's a guy to watch. I would think that maybe I would probably say a little bit more towards coming back, but not all the way. I would say there's, you know, still, you know, a little bit like coming back versus not coming back, you know. So, Traylon Smith is another one. And Jordan Silver. Jordan Silver also been invited to the Reese's Senior Bowl, uh, a long snapper. So, those are the guys to, to really keep an eye on. You know, it, it's a little bit different this year. Kendall Catalan is another one. Um, I didn't mention, but Kendall Catalan, who is on scholarship, but hasn't played a whole lot, a brother of Jalen Catalan, did not stand on senior day either. So he's another guy to keep an eye on. But it's not like it was in the past where, you know, last year, I should say, in the past, just this year, <laughs> this current year in the present, where the players who were super seniors coming back did not count against the 85 scholarship cap. So you could go over that. But moving forward, you can't. So it's cut off. So you have to kind of – it's not like just everybody come on back if you want, you know. It's not that kind of situation. Good luck to Traylon Burks. He's been a pleasure to cover. I, w- I wish I could have seen him one more game. I think we all do. I would have liked to have seen him come back. I can understand why he didn't. The risk of injury, you're going to be a multimillionaire, you know. I would have liked to have seen him come back, though. I thought he would just because he's a different kind of guy, but I can understand it. Vito Calvaruso has entered the transfer portal. That one stings. You know, Calvaruso is a scholarship guy, so I'm sure he's looking for a place where he can be a scholarship kicker. The thing with Vito is he's going to have to get a lot more accurate, and I think it's obvious why he's moving on, right? He's not going to win the field goal kicking job at Arkansas. Cam Little's got that locked down. But he's a great kickoff guy. He's got a huge leg. I mean, I call him the eraser because he erases any – chance of a, of a return virtually most of the time 85 percent of the time which is pretty darn good so Vito Calvaruso uh entering the transfer portal going to be looking for a, sc- a scholarship somewhere I guess but that one stings I think you know I think maybe Cam Little would be the guy to take over there but um not the best news in the world but good luck to him I can understand wanting to be a field goal kicker somewhere we talked about Stromberg returning what else we got? I wonder if there's any update on the transfer portal since I've been doing this with Landon Jackson, if he's gotten ranked. I know it's supposed to happen today. Let's see. Nope, still not updated. Sometime today, I'm told. Anyway, Jared Verse is the top-ranked defensive lineman who, again, is from Albany. Uh, Albany was committed uh, – not committed, but was offered by Arkansas and, and several others also, but recently offered by Arkansas. All right, we're going to get to your questions now. Before we do that, one more time, 50% off. Be sure to sign up if you haven't done so already. Four forty-eight a month, three a week is what it breaks down to. It's like 53 40 maybe I think for the entire year something like that uh, for the entire year which is which is build all that at once and again it's upgradable for those of you on a current monthly subscription you can upgrade for 50% off right now okay so it's a great deal for our current monthly subscribers and another benefit of uh, being a month uh, being an annual versus being a monthly if you're an annual subscriber you also get access to all the other team message board and this is a great time to have access because everybody likes a dumpster fire there's decommitments coaching changes losing 
coordinators, hiring coordinators, all that kind of stuff is going on right now. Players transferring out. So a lot of wild stuff on other teams' message board. One of the best things to do is go check out somebody who's having a meltdown, right? We all enjoy that. So that's an added benefit. And then, of course, you know, if you're a monthly subscriber and you upgrade to a year and you're already got Paramount Plus, then you get to keep Paramount Plus. You're, you're grandfathered in on that, even though you're on another promo. Okay, so that's a really good deal to have. And Paramount Plus, for those of you who don't know, that is available. It's a it's a it's a membership perk to those who've been with us for a long time that are paying regular price. It's a hundred dollar annual value that you get for the entire length of your subscription. So as long as you're subscribed, you're subscribed ten years from now, you'll still be getting Paramount Plus for free. So that's a great deal. Those who aren't familiar with Paramount Plus, it's a bit newer streaming server. It used to be CBS All Access, but it's just now it's combined a bunch of different things, a bunch of different channels, um, and you get uh, get a lot of programming. So it's a good thing to have, and you can stream CBS Live. So that's good. All right, let's get to your questions now. Appreciate you guys listening to my spill. I want to say this on my spill because I don't promote other products. I get I get approached about promoting products all the time on this show but i don't because i view hog sports is the product that i want to promote okay so that's our title sponsor in my sense okay so that's why we talk hog sports all the time that's why i don't do anybody else but if you ask any other youtube channel they're all got you know anybody that's successful they've got an end go in uh, show advertisement that they do so instead of selling our spot to somebody else i just do it for hog sports okay and as far as like asking like people are like man why do you have to ask people to like the show and subscribe and give you five stars and all that stuff all the time because you don't do it if I don't ask. I mean, the analytics show that if you ask, then people will do it. So that's why I ask. I wish I didn't have to do that all the time. I get tired of spitting that out every time you think I like going sign up for hogsports.com, H-A-W-D sports, doing that whole thing every time. It's not my favorite. But please do sign up. You'll be glad you did. Okay. Justin Courtright says, I'm not sure what that's, that's a response. Do you, the basketball team, in trouble? I'm not sure what that means. Do, do, you, do I think maybe? You left out think, Marcus. But I don't know about in trouble. I just am not in love with them as much as I thought I was going to be. I'm not closing the door. There's a lot that can happen. As I mentioned, that LSU-Alabama series last uh, last year when they lost those both those games, got blown out, and then put it together, figured it out. I just – that team had more offense. I mean, th- that team was like putting up 100 points on people, 142, I think, in the opener. I mean, it was a very good team. But um, I don't know. I worry about this team offensively, and it almost feels like no note, no offense. If he's not just knocking it down, and I don't know, I still just don't know that they feel good about their lineup. I, I do know this: there's a lot of players on that team that have pretty solid backgrounds, and maybe it's time to look around at some other guys. You know, Jackson Robinson has a pretty sweet stroke. I mean, he is. Maybe he's a guy that you look at playing more. Maybe you look at, I don't know, mixing things up. I mean, you're going to figure a lot of things out about yourself after this a game like this. But, I mean, Eric Musselman, it's not like he doesn't see exactly what we all see. You know, he he knows. Do I think they're going to be a great basketball team? I thought that they, like, 
based on the guys that they had coming in, like this might be a team that does better than last year. Right now, I don't think that. I don't think that they have a chance to be that good. Something's got to change. James Hill, this seven million speculation. Have any of y'all heard Coach Pittman say the word seven million salary out of his mouth? I haven't. Y'all just can't help but stir the pot. James Hill, that's ridiculous. That's a ridiculous statement. You understand that people have agents. They have agents, so they don't have to deal with that kind of stuff. They don't have to talk about it. They get to be a nice guy still. So Sam Pittman is never going to say $7 million. And Tom Murphy wouldn't have reported that, okay? He wouldn't have reported that in the Democrat Gazette if it weren't somewhat legitimate in some kind of way. I'm not saying $7 million. I'm certainly not trying to stir the pot here. Why would I do that? But to act like he, Sam Pittman is going to say I want $7 million is absurd. Nobody would do that, not for any – well, almost any job, but certainly not a job of this magnitude. Donnie A. Butt says they need to gel together. Yes, they do. Got to figure it out. James Hill says it's being reported, or Justin Carr says it's being reported, so his agency. Surely you don't live under a rock. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of just, that's a weird statement. Mark Douglas says, I mean, that's just not knowing how things work, really. Mark Douglas says there are nine better wide receivers in college football than trailing Burks, no drug testing evidently for a job with the Associated Press. What? They're not nine better, I don't think. What is that? What are you guys doing today? What is going on? Just there's a lot of talks about okay, I'm just gonna gloss over this because we've kind of covered all this. Don Eldred says, do not like the early signing period. I think it's pulling forward coaches transition with the season unfinished. Yeah, I mean, I just think it's like this is coach hiring season. Like there's a season for everything, right? And what's February? Crickets now. I mean, it's not like February is quiet time now because you got everybody signing this early period now, and then we're in a month-long dead period. <laughs> so there's no meeting between coaches and players on or off campus for a month. And then it's national – and you get it like a little bit of time before the the late national signing day period, I guess what you would call it. You know, it's not like it's big, heavy transfer season. Most of the guys that are transferring have announced that they're transferring at this point. Most of them have. I mean, there'll be some after the bowl game. But even then, it's not going to be a lot of action because it's a dead period. Mm. Info on how many we can take this year. For transfers, I mean, it's unknown right now. It's just there's so much to figure out with scholarship, current scholarships, and player seniors who are returning. That that's an unknown. So there's there's no way to say like they can they can bring this. Bobby Brown says go follow A State if you're opposed to paying legitimate salaries for SEC coaches. I mean that's just the going rate these days. It just it keeps going up. People said the same thing when the first million dollar coach when Saban became the first two million dollar coach. Ridiculous. A dollar's not worth what it used to be either. Like, if you go back to the start before COVID, dollar's probably a little cheaper. I mean, it definitely is. I mean, we know what inflation has done. So, there's that too.
Bobby Brown says go follow Bama or Ole Miss if you think paying a coach $7 million to be 500 is great. I'm not saying not to give him a raise, maybe 4.5 or 5. I mean, that's kind of what I thought going into this. I thought about $5 million, probably about, about reasonable, I guess. Um, $7 million is not is not top 10 coach in the country money anymore, Justin. It's not. It was, but it's not now. There's a lot of coaches out there making $7 million. Marco Giles says, I'm excited about Trey Knox's progress and potential. Also, Thompson could be in a game in his second year. So, Knox, the goal for him is to get up to at least 240, maybe 250 in the offseason. That's 25 pounds or so if he gets to 250. He's about 225 right now last I talked to him. So, that's the goal for him. I thought he, he, he had a pretty good season at tight end. And, you know, if they can get Hudson Henry going – with him, then that would be a pretty good duo to rotate in there. Todd Willis says, is Arkansas worried about this might be a Bielema rerun on contract extension and raise? I mean, Bielema was in his second year. People complain about that still to this day. Bielema was in his second year. They won seven games. You're either keeping him or you're extending him and giving him a raise. And I don't think Bielema got like a million-dollar raise or anything. Pittman, if any, this $7 million talk is right. I mean, he's at less than three right now. So that's a pretty significant bump. That's not just – that's more than double – well more than doubling your salary. But he was also hired as a guy that had no head coaching experience when he was hired. And that's changed now. Now he has two years of head coaching experience. I mean, it's just it's just how business is done. It's not. I don't agree with it. I don't like the way these buyouts and all this stuff is done. But it is what it is. I mean, people want to win. People are invested in winning. It costs a lot of money to get good coaches. It costs a lot of more money to keep them because every time if you have a good coach, there's an opening. Stuff starts happening, and boom, you extend your coach and give him another raise. Probability of Odom and Browse being here another season. I think they will be, but, I mean, you never know. I kind of think that maybe their next step is, you know, head coaching jobs. You know, maybe if it's not on, you know, the major college level, then somewhere. Um, there was an article that came out this morning on Kendall Browse calling him one of the ten top assistant coaches to watch for a head coaching job. Aaron Anderson says, I think Keytron will step up in his second year and put some good numbers. He's a, he's a guy to watch, absolutely. Bryce Stevens maybe a guy that we could also see a little bit more in the bowl game. But Keytron Jackson, definitely a guy to keep an eye on. Davey Ward, Ward says, how many total assistants do we have? Ten assistant coaches. Mark Bowman says, do you think we retain Odom and Browse? A lot of talk about that, I guess. Uh, any other thoughts on possible staff changes? I mean, it's possible. They definitely had some staff changes last year, and some of them were unexpected. Um, most of them were Sam Pittman's decisions. Two of them were not. Two of them left for their home hometown, places where, of their birth. But uh, yeah, things can absolutely happen with uh, with staff changes. You know, if you if so, you feel somebody's not holding up their end in recruiting or or anything like that. So we'll see how it shakes out. But that's you know that's time coming up too. I mean, that's another thing that I mentioned. You know, it's coaching change season. All that kind of stuff happens right now. January. You know, you have the coaches convention. So. There's a lot of stuff that can happen. People start talking and meeting and stuff like that. People are looking to upgrade jobs, all that stuff. So you never know what might happen. But we do know that this might happen, and that is 
wrapping up the show. I want to thank everybody for joining us. Appreciate all your questions. Appreciate Danny West for providing his recruiting insight. Uh, Join us at the top of the show. And if you haven't signed up for 50% off, signing day. It's coming up. It's a fun time. Danny West post signing day chat when he kind of reveals all everything that he heard and you know all the speculation and stuff, stuff that he couldn't reveal at the time, but can now. All that stuff's coming out on the post signing day chat, and it's really worth the price of a full subscription. And this one is just fifty percent off. So go to hawgsports.com, and there's no promo code or anything. You'll see the banner ad for fifty percent off. Just sign up, and you will get the deal. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us. This has been Trey Biddy with hogsports.com, and we'll catch you next time. On May 23rd... I want to go back to normal. What's normal? The Paramount Plus original series, Evil Returns. We've already hunted werewolves and demons. And now what? A baby antichrist? <laughs> Prepare yourself. You will not beat us. For the end. I have visions of hell. Make it stop. Make it shut up. You're not gonna survive this. Evil. The final season. Streaming May 23rd. Only on Paramount+. Plus.